Welcome into the Football In-Laws Podcast. This is episode five, and I'm your host, Justin, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Caleb. Caleb, do you have any college football news for us today? Uh, nothing crazy right off the rip, but I will tell you, I am proud to say that Nick Saban is here <sighs> to stay for another eight crisp years. Yeah, so is there something in his contract that says, like, he has to be the highest-paid head football coach? Because I feel like this happened after Kirby, right? Um, I forgot the exact numbers, but I think it takes the average from, like, the top highest three paid coaches and averages it out. So I think Kirby was making $11.2 million, and now it's putting Nick Saban at $11.7 million. And Whew. it's extended through uh, 2030. So it's a uh, a lifelong franchise tag. Oh, yeah. So right now I think he is 70, so he'll be 78 by the end of end of it. If Tennessee could just beat him one time, just one time, I'd be happy. I mean, you got eight <laughs> years to do it. And even after that, I, I could still see him coaching there, honestly. His, his wife is – his wife, Miss Terry, they just want him to stay. She oh, likes it down there. That's creepy that – they say Miss Terry. But anyways, <laughs> I noticed today where uh, the Washington Huskies named Michael Penix Jr. the starting quarterback. He's a transfer from Indiana. Okay. I think he's uh, he's had some bad luck with injuries, but that's, uh, that's some exciting news out west. Well, let's see what he can make happen. Um, like you said, he had that injury from before, so it'll be, it'll be cool to see him get a fresh start. Hopefully, you know, no injuries will happen for the rest of his time there and see what he can do. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what, how he projects to the next level, too, once he gets going up there. Um, you know, let's just stay out in the Pac-12. Um, we, we, you know, we've done the SEC rankings. I did, at least, and you did a Bama preview. I think that we should just uh, – let's, uh, let's call our shot right now. Who do you think is going to win the Pac-12 championship, and who do you have them playing? So, I am still heavy – on USC with the new coach coming in, new quarterback coming in. Especially they know what they're doing. They did it last year, performed pretty well. I think it's going to be USC versus Utah with uh, USC getting the edge. Okay, so um, I have Utah in the game as well, Mm -hmm. but I have a rematch with uh, Oregon. They also have a new coach and a new quarterback and Bo Nix coming in. So uh, I think USC is just uh, depth-wise, I don't know if they're going to be able to hang. I don't think Oregon got, you know, purged like USC and Oklahoma did when their coaches left. So mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see. But, I mean, like we said on the first two college episodes, we're, we're SEC heavy, so we're going to – we're going to lean more to the SEC, but we love college football in general. And you'll see that as the show goes on and there's more games being played. Um, so, yeah, Pac-12. So, you got USC over Utah, and I got Utah over Oregon. Is that correct? Yes. And I could still see Oregon in there as well, but really that first game of the season is going to be a tell-all game. If uh, they beat Georgia, then I might have a different opinion after the week. If they get blown out, then – well, when you're right, you're right. But I, I still think it would be nice to see Oregon beat them, but that would be a make or break for the season right off the rip. I don't think Oregon 
can beat Georgia, but if they could keep it close. It would definitely help their season. Yeah. Okay. Well, where do you want to go? You want to go Big 12, Big 10, or ACC? Uh, let's keep uh, let's keep things simple, and let's go Big 12. So, okay, what, so what do you think of Big 12? All right. So, I think I got, uh, I got Baylor winning, and I have them beating Oklahoma State. Okay. I think Oklahoma's okay. going to take a step back, and I'm not buying the Texas hype, and I think uh, – I think they're going to be humbled pretty quick in the season. I'll just put it that way. So I agree with you. I also think Texas, especially all the pieces that they're already missing with uh, injuries and then other outside football activities with one of their receivers who we shall not name. <laughs> you know who you are. But uh, I, I think I got Baylor versus Oklahoma. Like I like where you're going with Oklahoma State. But there's something about Oklahoma that year in, year out, they just keep on hanging on by a thread no matter who they got there. Having a new coach definitely will change things a little bit, but I will give it uh, Baylor over Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma's defense definitely is going to be better than what they have been with Venables coming in. But I think Baylor is just – I like Dave Aranda. I think he's ready to go. And uh, I think that was a good good hire by them. And And – and to be honest, like in the day of the transfer portal, he actually told uh, UC or USF starting quarterback who took him to the uh, Big 12 championship game last year that, hey, you're not the guy. Wow. <laughs> um, you got beat out in camp and he transferred. And you got to respect that as, you know, in the world that we have now in college football where everybody can go wherever they want. Yeah, you got to be able to look out for yourself and, you know, go where you can play. It's the only way to get your name known out there and try to step up to the next level. I mean, you can be a – what's the word I'm looking for? You can be a reliable guy, stick with the team you've been with for years, but, like, if they're not playing you, you got to look out for yourself. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see where, where that goes. There, there's a lot of capable opponents. It's like, what is Iowa State going to do in the Big 12 this year? Nobody really knows. Kansas State, I think they're poised to have a good season, but it's it's one of those we're not going to really know how good we've picked these until week three or four, and then we're going to be like, okay, we were close or we were way off. And then you get to week 10, and you're like, holy shit, we were bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens. Um, it happens. We'll, uh, we'll own up to it if we are bad. All right, well, let's let's go north a little bit. Um, the Big Ten last year, I'm pretty sure, was what, Michigan over Iowa? Yes, I think I got to pull it up right here. It was Michigan over Iowa, 42-3. to three. And it's so got a close and, one. Yeah. <laughs> and that put Michigan in the uh, college football playoff, which was kind of a revitalizing year for them. Uh, unfortunately, I do not think I see that again. I see Ohio State over Wisconsin. Okay, see, that's the same thing I picked right there, Ohio State or Wisconsin. You got C.J. Stroud returning for Ohio State, uh, another Heisman favorite again. So uh, I, I like Wisconsin. I've always liked Wisconsin. So I I would love to see them beat Ohio State because not a big fan of Ohio State, but you, you cannot argue the talent that Ohio State has. Yeah, they're just uh, – they're really good. I think they were one of my playoff picks if we really want to get boiled down to it. And that might be something we do here in a little bit after we pick all of these is give you our playoff predictions. Um, yeah, on the west side, like, of the Big Ten, 
Nebraska is an unknown because all of the games they lost last year were by like very thin margins. So like if they could just turn it around, could they have a better year than Wisconsin? It's possible. Are they going to beat Ohio State in, in the Big Ten championship game? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> They're just always on the outside looking in. Yeah, and uh, you know I might have a little nugget on Nebraska here at the end of the show. Stay tuned. So, with us not being, uh, you know, we were really boring there. Went with the same exact game. <laughs> Let's go to the ACC. Who? What's your what's your game there? All right, so ACC. Let's see. Now, there's definitely a lot of contenders, and as much as I really hate to say it, I gotta go with Clemson over Miami. Now, I think Clemson will still end up being iffy, but that side of the ball, they're probably the best available team, honestly. What do you got? Yeah, yeah uh, we're going to be boring again. I got the same game. Wow. <laughs> I think Mario Cristobal is going to put Miami where they need to be, and I just don't see Wake Forest without their starting quarterback doing what they did last year and Pitt losing Kenny Pickett and their offensive coordinator. There's too many. There's too many unknowns there. So I got to go with uh, Clemson and, and Miami, and I have Clemson winning the ACC. Now watch Miami end up pulling a fast one over us and winning it all. Wouldn't that be hey. something? <laughs> um, that'd be that'd be pretty wild. Hey, they always say it's Miami's year, and then it turns out you know maybe maybe it's not Miami's year, and then they get whooped like fifty to four or fifty to three at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Don't know where yeah, I got well, four I mean, from. Look, I'm interested in Miami. Uh, mainly because I know I saw where Kevin Warren, Big Ten commissioner, said that they're looking at 20 teams and they're talking to like Notre Dame, Washington, Oregon, and maybe some other schools that we don't know about. That's um, way too many. So I'm thinking Miami is probably going to get targeted by the SEC just because when they are good, that would be an SEC school for sure. Man, now that's something I never really thought about. Miami and the SEC. Uh, Come on, and where are we're already getting Texas and Oklahoma. We can't take in too many. Here's here's the next problem: is the other side of that game, Clemson. You got to go after them. You got to because you're already in South Carolina. You got to you got to attack it. And if they're going to twenty, personally, I would put West Virginia and SEC just because their fan base is wow. pretty crazy, and I think they fit in great. So I mean, Not- there's options there. We're looking at we're looking at two or three. I think three super conferences is probably what's going to happen. And then there's going to be the the group of five. And then I think it's actually going to turn into more like the group of six. And they're going to have big conferences. And I think one of those guys is going to get in to the playoff once it expands as well. I mean, college football is going crazy right now. And with the new game coming out next year, there's going to be endless possibilities. Oh, speaking of that new game. You got any favorites to be the cover artist, uh, the cover art for that year? Uh, if they stick with the tradition of what they did the last time, it'll probably be Bryce Young. But if you want to go outside the box and you just start crazy, uh, it's got to be Nick Saban, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely legendary. So I saw a post about this the other day, and I think they were leaning towards a Heisman candidate is the words they used okay. for who is probably going to be on the cover. Now, I could, yeah, I could see that. 
you're talking CJ Stroud, you're talking Bryce Young, you're talking um Bajon Robinson, you're talking Will Anderson, could yeah, be anybody. Will Anderson. But I I really hope, I mean, this is every fan's dream right here that I think most people would want. All the years that were missed from 2015 to now, all the Heisman Trophy winners lined up. That would be something. Yeah, I guess you could go back and just say these were going to be the covers of those games and put them all on the same cover, kind of like RG3, Barry Sanders-esque. That was kind of a cool cover. Right. I mean, you got to make it more fun these days. I mean, you look at Madden. Honestly, I've been so disappointed in Madden the past couple of years. With them putting John Madden on the cover this year, it almost makes me want to buy it again. Yeah, I think I think I'll definitely go get a hard copy of the, the game this year. I'm not a big Madden fan, um, but they had the perfect opportunity with Derrick Henry to be Madden 22's cover, and they didn't take it. Exactly. Exactly. Fresh off of 2,000 yards, number 22. Can you make it any more easier than that? And what do they do? Patrick Mahomes, who's already been on the cover, and Tom Brady, who's already been on the cover. Ridiculous. Well, something else that's ridiculous is the SEC championship game. Tell me me we're having a rematch for a third year in a row because I have it, Bama and Georgia. Well, that's weird because I've got it picked different. I've got Vanderbilt versus Ole Miss there. <laughs> now, if you could pick that right, you'd make a lot of money. Could you imagine what the profit would be if that paid out? Oh no, man. I've got I've got Alabama over Georgia, of course, of course. Okay, I got the same thing. So we got three of the same and two different ones, but similar schools in the game. Or, yeah, in the game. So, it's – I mean, they're predictions. They are what they are. So, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, well, let's get into uh, these week zero games. Um, you know, it is college football. Even though it's week zero, you can't, you can't poo-poo them. <laughs> um, you know, you wake up at 11 o'clock and on CBS Sports Network. You got Austin P traveling to Western Kentucky. Let's go P. Let's go P. <laughs> I'm all in on Austin P. I'm a little favoritism because my grand uh, my grandpa actually coached there for a little bit. He went to school there, so I'm all in on Austin P. All day. Well, they're they're jumping up to play Western Kentucky. It's probably not going to look that good. They're going to hang for a little bit, but uh, you know. But could you imagine the hype? Oh, for Austin P, that'd be great. <laughs> and then on Fox at 11:30 from Dublin, Ireland, you got Nebraska taking on Northwestern in a Big 10 Week 1 matchup. This game is very intriguing to me. Is that really being played in Ireland? Yes. No. Yes. What? How is this the first I'm hearing of it? Well, you remember Notre Dame played there last year. Right. So this year's Ireland game is Nebraska Northwestern. Nothing just... says Dublin, Ireland, like Nebraska Northwestern. Yeah, let me get some fucking corn going for me. Let me, Shit. let me look at a solid tone and a white secondary color, and you got these two schools. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just took a Notre Dame. I mean, that's just the oddest thing ever. But, oh, well. All right, moving on. There's a couple of low-level games like UNLV, Idaho State, UConn, Utah State, Peep. Peep the line on the Utah State game real quick, Caleb. Okay, okay, I see you. That's pretty good. You got Wyoming, Illinois, 
Florida's taking Florida State's taking on Duke Payne. Now let's hang got, on. Let's hang on Florida State for a second. Okay, let's do that. How bad or good do you think they will be this year? Because the past couple of years have just been tremendously I think it's, bad. I think it's super smart they're starting with Duquesne before they go into uh, New Orleans to play LSU in a neutral site game. <laughs> um, that's really smart of them, actually. I'll, I'll give Mike Norville credit, but this is a bit, uh, make or break year for him. Like he's either got to do it or he's he's gone. Yeah, and with a cupcake game like that, you would think they would blow them out of the water, but with Florida State, there is really no telling. They are yeah, way past really the time easy. of what they were in their uh, in their time with uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah, and then um, after that, there's a there's a good lower level game, Charlotte at FAU. Okay, um, we're going into the night slate here, and then you got Florida A and M or FAMU versus North Carolina. North Carolina all day. And then you got uh, North Texas, formerly the Fighting Farmers, now the Mean Green, playing the uh, Texas El Paso Miners. That, you know, throw the records out. All right. Because you have right. to. There's zero and zero. It's week one. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything's going to happen. That's the beauty um, of college football. The best part about that is that game is even. So if you want to get on that and just pick a pick a flyer, just have fun uh, at a eight, 8 o'clock Central Time on a Saturday night, why not? Right now, who you got? Give me North Texas. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and then we got uh, Nevada, New Mexico State. And then uh, rounding out the night, we have an SEC school traveling to Hawaii, not to play at Aloha Stadium because it's getting rebuilt, but to play on campus at a 9,300-seat facility against Hawaii. Now, Vanderbilt is used to that type of home crowd. <laughs> Let's be real. But why? Why set yourself up for this? Uh, I Honestly, because why not? At this point, if you're Vandy, what do you got to lose? You know what? They didn't go to a bowl game last year. I get it. Let's take a this vacation. Is, this is the bowl game, fellas. This is the bowl game right here. This is the bowl game. They're getting their tropic time going. And honestly, I think they got Vandy winning, but I, this is one out of the two games I see Vandy winning all season long. And if they don't do this one, then all hope is lost. On that over or under, yeah, because it's set at two and a half on FanDuel right now. No free mm-hmm. ads. <laughs> they got to get past the first to get past the rest. Well, it's going to be interesting. So with that, do you have anything to look for in Caleb's corner on week zero? Well, on to Caleb's corner here for week zero, not much going on. Um, but I will tell you that uh, Vanderbilt is definitely one to look at. But I'm more looking to week one and some Heisman favorites. So there's Ooh, a couple Heisman favorites. Oh, yeah. There's a couple guys that obviously everybody knows CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams. But I'm telling you right now, I want Will Anderson to win the Heisman. How if, cool if would he, that be? It'd be kind of it'd be really cool if he puts up the numbers he did last year without Aiden Hutchinson getting all the hype from ESPN. Like I believe that he could. Will Anderson was better. He was. His stats were better. Like don't get me. I will. I'm gonna back you up on this one all day. Uh, I think that he can. He can definitely win it. For me, I think like some long shot odds is what I like to look at for the Heisman. 
So like, is a like a chain? You said he's what plus seven thousand, six thousand, six thousand. That's not bad. Um, I think a few months ago, my boy Hendo, Hendo Cinco, Hendon Hunker, was like plus fifty thousand. See that is fifty thousand. Are you sure it's fifty thousand? It was it was ridiculous. Or maybe it 5, might be 000. plus five thousand, but it was out there, bro. Ooh. And I was like, I might, you know, sprinkle a little bit there. You put a dollar on fifty thousand, you're talking like a couple thousand dollars in your pocket right there. Yeah, it probably wasn't that. It probably was five thousand. Uh, I don't think they go too crazy. Now you have to talk about some odds. Vanderbilt to win the SEC. Put a dollar. Put five hundred bucks right in your pocket. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy free money. Well, no, since we're that, on the topic, that one is not. <laughs> since we're on the topic of bets and everything, what are yeah. what are your jewels for week zero here? What you looking at? Well, before I go to my jewels, I got a question on gambling for you. All right, gamble away. So we were doing the jewels as my little gambling segment, but I'd like to know how do you go about uh, go about betting a college football game or college football Saturday? So I'll be honest with you. I play favorites hard. I will easily look at what the what the lines looking like, uh, players I like on the team, the time they're playing at, teams they're playing against. If there's players injured, it really goes based off that. But I'm the type of guy who likes to throw a bunch of parlays together and just hope for the best. Like I've gotten so bad parlay at betting, king. dude. I'm the parlay <laughs> king. I, I I mean, I'll win some, I'll lose some. I did a 14-team parlay in the NFL last year for like $3 and won $1,400. And then you have me two weeks ago blowing at least $100 betting on live tennis games that I don't know jack about just because I'm so <laughs> eager to start betting money on football again. But I'm desperate. I end up winning a bunch, and then I end up losing a bunch. But, you know, that's the fun. I ended up equaling out. But when college football starts, I'll be parlaying for sure. We love the parlays, but what I'm going to give you for Justin's jewels is single game bets. Of course, I'm going to I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on a parlay just in case I go three and oh every week. You know, just want a little bit extra money. Got to love it. (laughs) So week zero, let's recap. I got in at minus 120 on Wyoming catching 10 and a half. So Wyoming plus 10 and a half. Okay. At Illinois. I can see that. That's game one. And I'm betting $5 per game here. And then Nebraska. I told you I had a little something on them. (laughs) Minus 12 and a half at minus 110 odds. So I got to go with them there. I think that they're going to actually turn it around this year and win those closer game and obviously i think they're going to cover almost two touchdowns okay okay and then game number three rounding it out could you tell what it was going to be caleb uh i'm i'm gonna guess uh old vandy yeah it's actually gonna be hawaii (laughs) plus six and a half got in at minus 110 oh goodness so I think Hawaii is going to cover, but I think Vanderbilt is going to win. Okay. But there is some money there. I think they're like plus 250 right now for Hawaii to win outright. You know, you might want to you might want to check the live betting odds halfway through the game. 
you might have to set an alarm to wake up to check it because the game doesn't start until 10.30 Eastern time. So are you throwing these all in separate bets or are you parlaying them yourself? So I'm going to do individual. So that's $15 right there. And then, I'll, of course, I'm going to parlay them together and put a little bit lesser amount on it. But Maybe a dollar or the, two. Yeah, for the just the segment of Justin's Jewels, I'm going to do $5 bets and we're going to keep up with every game that I bet this year. Well, I hope the best for you. Make some money. Yep. So, last question before we, we get out of here. You riding with me or are you going to fade me? Shoot, I'll, I'll ride with you. I've got money to blow. Let's do it. All right. Hey, let's do it. All right, guys, if you like the show, if you could give us a five-star review and uh, subscribe to the podcast. And if you want a free koozie, send over that five-star review to footballinlaws at gmail.com or DM us at football in-laws on Twitter, and we'll get some information from you, and we'll send you a, a free koozie. We got about we got about 45 of them left. So, yeah, we still got plenty high. to go. Plenty to yeah, go. Yeah, we got plenty of them. But, hey, they're, they're pretty cool, and we got plenty of beer to drink on football Saturdays. Absolutely right, and chug them when you got them. Hey, let's go. Have a and good night, everybody. Drink responsibly. Absolutely. Few more days. College football's here. Take it easy, y'all. Can't wait.